Oh. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. As we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad. The day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard for us to see our way through. Beyond the norm and mundane or where unscripted dreams live, join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog and create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. Welcome back for another episode. Um, today, uh, today's episode is titled, you know, Testimony to Massimony or Testimony versus Massimony, however you want to put that. And uh, basically, um, where I got the whole idea from is basically I was watching uh, an interview, like Drink Champs to be exact. And I just thought it was a cool little title talking about testimony to testimony because it's something that I've been wanting to explain for a minute um, and reiterate to people, you know, like, um, you know, learning how to speak your truth without offending others, more or less. And that's what I got out of that interview. And it just kind of like, more or less helped me articulate it to where I can actually get that thought out. So me seeing someone else um, try to or attempt to articulate what happened to them in their life experience or their life journey and trying to make it make sense for other people. So ideally, um, this is not a testimony, but I'm just feeling like this is stuff that should be said or reiterated. And, uh, you know, the whole idea of the whole messimony part is clearly um, you don't want your life to be a mess, man. You want to fix things and be on the right path before you're forever lost or you do some things where you can't really like get back onto that golden road. So you have to take the next best thing possible if you can do that. So um, I guess we just going to be real bold with it. And I'm going to start off with a question before I dive in further. Marcus, uh, what, what to you is considered like being a loser, so to speak? Like, when you think of the word like loser or you associate someone being a loser, like what, what comes to mind? That's a tricky question because it's broad. Some, people, some things, I mean, some got a little bit older. I've accepted that some things just are what they are. Yep. Um, and That's people, it. certain people are like, they're attracted to certain things. So some people like people that aren't, doing anything because they're not doing anything you know so uh, you know so for me to kind of put somebody like in terms as an actual like loser or something like that I don't know if I'm actually like able to do that because somebody might like I think this it's all relative so So, yeah okay so so so, yeah but no like somebody could be just living with their you know like living with their parents not doing anything right and but that's like they have no ambition to get out of there though, and that's just what they want, and they're happy with that. So, are they like is are they a loser? But to some people, yeah. But to people who don't care about that, like I was watching Men Men in Black. I watched all three, the like over the past like probably fourteen days. And there was a I don't know if it's the second one, but the guy was like forty. I mean, he's definitely forty years old, living with his mom and stuff like that. Now some people might think. That's a loser, but he was happy. He had his girl. He had his girl with him. She was cool. She was like, "I want to have your babies and stuff like that." Like it, like it didn't matter. He was working. He had a job. He he was working and things like that. So, you know, it's I think it's one of those things where, and I don't want to deviate from the points that you're you're trying to get here. No, but, go ahead. But um, 
it's like he was with somebody. He was cool with it. And he was good living with his mom. A- after that, there's a scene where he, you know, try to take his, he kind of um, foretells him about to take his mom out so he can just stay in her house. But, but um, <laughs> I think that's one of those things. Like if you're around people that are good with your circumstances and something like it's a cultural thing where people live with their families too. So some people might see that. I think it's like, man, then you get into someone's doing what they like versus doing things that they don't want to do. And, like all of these things, man, it's kind of it's kind of complex to a certain extent. I can't. I don't know if I could call anybody a a loser without kind of knowing them. Maybe a bum. Bum okay. is more appropriate. Appropriate. Okay. Bum, lame. Well, that's different are. thing. But that means different things. Yeah, some people think people saying. are some people think people are losers because they watch anime or something like that, or because they. Because, see, and that's what that's yeah. exactly what I'm trying to say. I fit in I that category. People call me lame because I watch it, and that's not the case. You know, it's no different than a soap opera. It actually is more complex because you're reading and you're getting other things out of it as well. So, so but that's the point I'm trying to make is that it's not for every like everything isn't for everybody, and not everybody is going to agree like agree with you. And I think that's the like that's the thing here, but. I don't know, Joe. I'm more interested in what you have to say about this, man, because this that, is this is one of yours. So I want to let you do do that, do what you do. And this is the reason why I'm asking you this question because I knew you would answer that way. You did because because I know who you are as a person, you know. But oh, this is for people to listen so they can be like, okay, you know, Marcus doesn't know the questions I'm asking him. You know, what I'm saying like I'm doing this on the spot, but since I know him, you know, what I'm saying the delivery is totally different, you know, because he's blindsided by these questions. So you guys can get like a truthful answer of like how things should be and how your outlook should be on things. Um, So with that being said, my next question is, can you speak your truth without offending others? And I'm asking this question, but of course you can say yes, because that's literally what you just did. No, you go, somebody always going to be offended by what, you have to say you can't spare everybody's feelings. Yeah, but you didn't intentionally go out your way to say, you know, like, oh, this this is trash or they're lame, they're bum, they're whack. You know what I'm saying? You actually stayed as neutral as possible. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand that. But I mean, it doesn't like it's I think it's it's one of those things where if you're worried about people getting offended, or just like it's always just going, like I always think it's going to be somebody who gets offended. It just always it. There's too many, there's too many people in the world for someone to not get offended by what you say. And I think I talked about this a long time ago, like a long time. Oh man, I can't even. Like this probably is probably one of the first like 20 episodes or something. But there's a book. It's um, who wrote that book? It's called The Coddling of the American Mind or something. But it talks about kids and trigger warnings and all this stuff and things like that. And now I see videos and things like that. And they have like trigger warnings and all this stuff and things like that. Like, man, life doesn't work like that. Like it's not, there's not really warnings before you're going to be offended. Like people say stuff. I see people say stuff all the time, like on a, a regular basis that it just offends somebody. You have to, I think that we have to make a decision as to, you know, like how you really, process that and how significant is it that you know you're offended by something something because half of what people have to say like there's a lot of stuff we don't say in general as people 
but there's a lot of stuff we I would say we keep more to ourselves than what we actually say. I mean, there's a few people with no filter, but if people say what they really if people say what they really thought, uh, like there'd be chaos. just yeah, you know, rampant everywhere. So I don't think there's any way to avoid offending people. But I have another question, but I wanted to just answer your your question there because this I don't know. I don't a lot of times I don't care to be honest. And that comes with its own drawbacks too. But that might be a discussion for another day. Uh, but yeah, Joe, I guess that's my answer. Okay. What What's the question that you have for me before we move forward? Why does it matter? Why is it important? Why is it important for you to, I guess, explain, get your points off without offending people? What's the, what's the angle? You What's the value? It, you said it multiple times, man. Uh, it's subjective. This is the messimony portion of the episode. Like everything is freaking subjective, man. And you know, with you speaking your truth without offending others, you know what I'm saying? That's something that's very hard to do, like you said. But if it's told from your perspective, I feel like how could you possibly offend other people? You know what I'm saying? It's your story for a reason, you know? And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that, you know, they get offended by other people's uh, take or perspectives. And it's like, you know, you weren't with this person all through their lives or you didn't take a mile through their shoes, so to speak. So who are you for you to actually pass judgment on how they see certain things? Yeah, you don't agree with them because you're not them and they're not you. And at at that point, you know, if you're getting offended, that's when you should probably start tuning it out. Or at least if you're if you're mature enough, you know, listen to what's being said before you rebuttal. Yeah, I remember I was working with this guy and because like not this is before I'm kind of a, a little bit a lot different now. And in fact, I just don't say anything. People think sometimes people think I don't care. It's just like well, I'm not going to change your mind. And the goal, I think, a good thing to think of is that the goal shouldn't be to change somebody's mind. I think the goal should be to just express your opinion. But I think because there's a lack of ability to agree, just to disagree, like it, it's yes. like okay. Like I think that's I think that's a lot of the issue. Like y'all, I don't agree on everything, but we just keep it moving. Like that's that's it, you know. And I think that I think it requires a level of maturity. I remember I was working with this guy. This was probably six years ago, maybe six years ago. And he was complaining. He was complaining and some stuff, and and he was talking about some stuff that I could see it offending like a lot of people. He was mad about like how minorities and stuff get preferential treatment is like views and stuff like that i said man you know you probably tell me just because i don't i just you just say stuff you see people say stuff and i just don't respond but i don't have to i think that's the thing is that we have to understand that like our point like sometimes people just need to say what they have to say and it's about understanding the lens that someone else sees life in and this guy was saying his points and i said yeah man you're struggling too and it's a lot of, I was like, it's a lot of preferential treatment going on. And I can understand, like, I can really understand why he would be upset because people think that, I think people think that because you look a certain way or because you're doing certain things that 
whatever these privileges or disadvantages, they're applicable to everybody. And it doesn't work like that. Like I've seen, I've seen poor in every color, in every color. I've seen it, you know, I've seen entitlement and wealth in every shape, color as well. And I've seen people that, you know, like, listen, a turd is a turd. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it doesn't matter. Like, and that's why I think there's, there's a lot, there's a reason why I don't talk about this stuff a lot because it doesn't, like, it, it, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't mean as much as I think people give weight to it. But because, I mean, society is society. Like I'm saying, like, it's not, I'm not trying to prove a point here. I'm just, you know, like, my opinion is mine and I'm not expecting people to agree with me, but I don't want people to agree with me. Like, it's, I wouldn't even be talking about this if Joe didn't, you know, recommend this as a topic, you know? Yeah. So, so it's just one of those things where I think it's okay to disagree with people and just understand that, like, man, like, it's people out here that, like, everybody has stuff, everybody sees life through a different lens. And, like, the way that we see it or the way that you see it isn't going to be, like, it's not going to mirror someone else's experience. It's like people don't. Like there's certain things that you might, who's ever listening to this episode, you might go somewhere and experience people treating you a certain way. The other person might go somewhere and have a completely different experience. And they don't even see some of the things that you see. But is it their fault? It's not their fault that they don't see it. Like there's, I think what Joe's trying to mention is that there's a way to explain it tactfully in a way that people understand. But then I think the, the bigger question that comes there is that why are you trying to be fighting to be understood too? Like, why can't we just do, be content and live in our own, like, space within our own, like, the paradigms that we create for ourselves? Right on, man. And I think I'm going to put a close on the Messimony because Messimony was literally supposed to be the second half of the episode. But I'm going to speak on that before I forgot my thought, train of thought. (laughs) But the reason why you want to avoid your testimony going to a massimony is because, or why it does happen is because of the emotions, you know, people take your story and, you know, they, they, um, the emotions, man, you know what I'm saying? Like people, people take things out of context based on something you may say or something that you do or how you carry yourself. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's your opinion. Um, now, when we get to the testimony part, the testi- testimony part is simply is just very straightforward. Um, I only got a few points here. And so with like the testimony, like, you know, clearly the whole purpose of a testimony is <clears throat> you're basically speaking your life experience, your life journey. You know what I'm saying? That's that's yours. That's your claim to fame. You know, no one can take that from you. And, um, you know, what I'm trying to explain here as far as that is like, you know, um, for an example, like uh, with, with a testimony, it's always based on something you put effort to or like you're doing the transition to the next step above. And, you know, um, I feel like by doing the bare minimum or lower, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't have a testimony worth talking about. And that's not to offend anybody, but it's just like testimony and the whole purpose of it is you went through something and you overcame perseverance. Um, You know, you were, and I feel like when you're complacent and you're not doing anything, you're basically uh, beating yourself up. And why I'm saying you're beating yourself up is because most of us have the habit of seeing other people ahead of us, but we're still content or complacent on um, 
doing what we're doing or we feel we're okay with being stuck, so to speak. So like this episode is literally for people that are kind of like found, they, they just got too comfortable basically is what I'm trying to say. And, um, you know, I feel like at least by you working harder, stuff like that, or trying to find something to get out of that tough place that you're stuck in or that rough spot or that rough patch, you know what I'm saying? At least you can have some level of appreciation for yourself because you're giving yourself effort rather than just sitting there and just saying, all right, this is just what it's going to be. This is just what it is. You know, um, a lot of people like to complain about stuff, but the real people that are really doing stuff ain't complaining about shit. And they probably go through far more than what you're dealing with because you're complacent with the people that are actually active and out there doing it. There's so many things happening to them, good and bad. They don't have time to really like, kind of like elaborate on all the things that they're going through. So I just feel like that's something that people should take into consideration. Ascending in one spot for an extended period amount of time, you know, kind of kills everything. Especially your libido, like your, well, not your libido, but your motivation, you know what I'm saying? Your mojo, like for you to feel good about yourself, you know what I'm saying? You're kind of like cutting yourself off from that. Um, so that's why I feel like it's important for people to always, not necessarily go on overdrive uh, all the time, but it's very important at certain periods of time, you know what I'm saying? Like, say, like you uh, just landed a new job or not. It's cool to just rock with that for a couple of years or whenever you feel comfortable, but there's got to at least be one or two years where you need to literally go on overdrive. You know what I'm saying? That's what a testimony is about, is self-improvement. You know, it's how I got to a place of satisfaction. And the best way to do that is you kind of put yourself in overdrive. And I feel like a lot of people lack discipline, and that's the reason why they stay where they are. Like, you know, that's my testimony, discipline for me, you know, like that's part of it. Like if I didn't have discipline, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be articulate, articulate enough to really like preach about it and the importance of it. So, you know, I feel like a lot of people just run at the mouth nowadays and talk about what happened to them or what's going on, but they're not really like preaching a real message. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the real people that actually went through something actually will tell you in full detail about all their experiences if you go back and listen to our podcast like for the past two years almost three years man like there's so many different like stories that I've explained and Marcus has explained of like how we navigated through like certain pitfalls or certain things where we almost literally at that point in time thought that that might be the end that might be it for us at least that's that's how I thought you know what I'm saying at that present time but you know when you really like take a step back, you know, like that's just a phase, you know, you just go through that. <laughs> that's just part of the struggle. Um, I would say the next part is, um, of course, that big word, the accountability, um, you know, and do you have it, you know, and I think, um, are you still living like you're 18 at 25 or are you living it like you're 25 at 40? Like, are you 40 and you still going to the club? Like you 25, like, you know what I'm saying? Where's your self-improvement? Where's like your next level? You know what I'm saying? Have you even came to the point where you want to grow out of that phase and move on to the next phase of your life? And just like Mark's explaining, you know, a lot of people are comfortable with that and that's perfectly fine. But if you're perfectly comfortable with that, please don't just sit out here and just complain to people about how you got going on and, what's your issues and what's happening, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? You kind of like, 
you kind of like making the environment and the people around you like you're pretty much putting out bad news, bad press. You know what I'm saying? Where like you you claim you're having a good time and time of your life, or but you know you're sitting here complaining about how you need more money or how you need to elevate yourself in all areas, whether it's a spiritual, physical type of thing. But yet, you know, you're still sitting on the couch or, you know, you're binge drinking, you eat pizza every day or eat takeout every other day, body out of shape, out of focus, out of whack. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, the minute you decide to do something about yourself, about that kind of stuff, man, you know what I'm saying? Then I feel like you can actually, like, speak and talk on it rather than just sit there and complain and not really do much about it. Um, you know, I think that all comes down to like being real with yourself about self-improvement as well. Like, you know, you, you always got to be real with yourself and I feel like nobody can be more willing. Uh, you can't be, you can't be real. I guess you can't be impactful or considered influential if you can't be real with yourself about certain situations. Like I can't take you serious if you're not real with yourself about certain things. Like I know my setbacks and I know my major flaws um <laughs> like sometimes I'm super cutthroat about certain things and you know I know that that is pretty much what causes me to have certain issues uh in my lifestyle so it's just more or less like if you know those type of things about you and you openly discuss and talk about that with people then I feel like you're warranted or your word is valid but the minute that you kind of like shy away from actually like speaking the truth on who you are and how you carry yourself you know, that's really uh, confusing, especially if you got someone that's young looking up to you. So imagine someone young looking up to you and you're contradicting yourself all over the place. You know what I'm saying? You look like a joke. Um, I think this also can, uh, I think this also is a good episode for people that, you know, that may have landed like a great job at the early years of their life, but haven't maybe progressed much as well. Um, so like they lack transferable skills and stuff like that. So they're kind of like forced in those weird, awkward pockets of their occupation or job. You know, sometimes we may call them dead end jobs and they may not be dead end jobs, but for them it is because they don't want to, uh, um, learn. They don't want to go back to school for whatever reasons. They don't want to move up like this is it for them. Like, you know, though, I feel like this is something that you guys should listen to. Like, I'm reading off of this pad about my notes or whatnot, so it may sound weird, but <laughs> I am hope you guys are internalizing this as far as, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, you know, like, there, we have a lot of blessings or certain situations, especially people, you know, a lot of people have a lot of blessings in different areas, but there's those situations where people walk into really like things that really set them up early on in their life and they kind of took it for granted. So, you know, say you're on top in your 20s because you're making much more money. You got a house, you got a car, like everything just hit for you right then and there at that point in time in your life. But you've been sitting on that for 10, 15 years and you haven't really progressed much. You know, you haven't upgraded or anything like that. And that's cool as long as you're fine with it, but don't sit here and complain about other people passing you up when you lost your libido, like you lost the fire within, like all that stuff, like that stuff doesn't stop for anybody. So, you know, as I feel like if you feel like you deserve more in situations 
whether you feel like you put your time in or whether you feel like you're worth that, you know, I feel like you should work twice as hard as what you think you're worth. <coughs> um, I feel like that's how you meet your mark. So like, that's what happened for me. Like, I think I worked twice or three times over more than what I'm actually worth. And, you know, it took me a while to even recruit what I thought was worthy of or what was acceptable to me as far as like a, a salary from a corporate job, you know? And I feel like when you have that kind of mindset where you can lock in and just be like, okay, I got some work to do, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's that's the mindset you gotta have to really like, really be successful out here, especially now. Um, I think my last point is uh, all this stuff that I've been talking about, you know, with testimony and testimony and all that kind of stuff is, it's not my personal story. It's about you thinking about yourself. This is a time for you to kind of meditate or even focus on like, where do you want to go? Are you on the right track? Are you where you want to be? Are you even competent enough uh, to be living the life you know you deserve at this age? And um, I think that that's a common question that's been bugging me all freaking month is like, am I literally living the life that I want at this age? And I can honestly say that, um, that would be yes. And I took the long pause because I'm trying to articulate what I'm saying, but yes, that that is yes, that's correct. I feel like I'm on the right path and I'm right exactly where I wanna be. Actually, I feel like I'm ahead of that, to be honest with you. Um, and I feel like I, I feel like I, not even I feel like I want people to actually experience that for it's, you know, in their life at least once, hopefully multiple times, but, I feel like everyone should have the opportunity or deserves opportunity to feel like that. And I feel like the only way you're going to feel like that is if you really put in the work. And um, I feel like it's like a, a magnet. Like once you put in that effort or work, you know, you're so tired and everything like that, but you're very appreciative of how things came and went afterwards. You may not recruit um, or you may not receive the results right on the time you want it, but in due time, you will get that by just staying focused and locked in. Um, I don't know, man, I'm kind of spent. This is such an unorthodox uh, episode, but <laughs> but with that being said, man, um, we out. Take care.